All right. So this lesson is about world building 101. Uh, we'll probably talk about world building more than once over this series. Uh, this is kind of just our basic thoughts and yammer yammers about world about it in general. I uh, hope you enjoy. Also, as a uh, apology ahead of time, I'm pretty sure we had some technical difficulties on this one, um, as I was all by myself for a good majority of it. Uh, I think, pretty sure. Could be wrong, but uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Alright. Welcome to World Building 101. For those of you that are here, let me close OBS really quick and get it out of the way. Oh, I'll get back to the classroom here. Alright, cool beans. Well, we'll get it started at the moment. It looks like it's just me. I want to send some stuff out and then we'll get started. If anyone wants to talk or say hello, feel free. recording sound again. There we go. Alright, we'll come back to that in a minute. Alright, now that we're actually recording and streaming at the same time and not just recording, hello! Welcome to the stream! Maybe, if it ever actually starts. <laughs> So, um, again, I'm going to give my partners in crime a couple minutes while I put out stuff on the other social medias, because, you know, I'm all by myself tonight, it looks like. figured out because it's being slow. Back, back. Man, I wish this was easier on my phone. <laughs> Aha, there it is. Okay, cool. I got someone in there. Feel free to say hello in the chatty box so I know who I'm talking to but other than that um, again give my partners a crab a couple of minutes while I post on those other social medias and see what's up yeah. oh now it pops up like 10 minutes later I see how it is uh, da, 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 Twitter 
took a poll the other day, asked what uh, thing we would delete, and uh, yeah, Twitter was it. Not uh, we're not deleting, but if we could, we would, because no one likes it. <laughs> Excuse me again. Sorry again. We'll start in a couple minutes here. Get everything up and at them. Apologize for scatterbrainness. My computer is said to be the pain in the butt tonight for no good reason. It's YouTube. Don't don't post that link. No one will ever see us. There it goes. Boom. All right. Do that. Uh, I think I should get Instagram. Nah, I don't want to get rid of Instagram. I'm good. Ooh, whoever, whoever that name is, I like that name. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. Yeah, let me get back on the Twitch here. Get it connected. Maybe, perhaps. E. Alright, anyway. We're going to get started on world building since, again, I don't think my audience are coming and it's just me tonight. Um, hi, I'm Rook. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm one of the uh, grandmasters at Apprentice Hero Helpers. Uh, tonight's topic is world building. So we got a, a couple bits and pieces to go over on world building because world building is an all-encompassing word uh, that in TTRPGs covers everything from how you roll stats to how NPCs react to generic settings, religious settings, whatever, right? Um, excuse me. And I think sometimes we forget with all the world building and stuff, the first step is actually building the physical world you're living on. A lot of times it's really easy to take, like, uh, a copy of Earth, right? You just take a picture of Earth, one of our maps, change the names on a few cities or countries or whatever you want to do for your story, and bam, you got it, right? Do, do, a, do a Fox Earth. Fox. Fox? Fake? Whatever. Um, I'm going to click this button over here so it's out the way. I can probably open all this up. Oh, fancy. There we go. That looks better. Um, and so we go from there, right? Uh, is building your world. There's a couple of different ways to literally build your world. Uh, one of my new favorites that I've been doing for a little bit now, uh, besides getting on a map designing website and things like that, uh, is uh, hopping on and looking at uh, just you take a bunch of dice, assigned what a dice means, right? Uh, so first you start, do a first roll with just the edges, uh, and then you take your, whatever you're using, pencil, pen, probably pencil is a better choice, uh, and you trace the, whatever shape it is. If you want multi-continents, obviously you make a decision on where the cuts are or how that works out. Uh, as long as you sign the dice meaning, it makes sense. And then you take another roll and roll them on the thing, and then again, let's say you're using D6s for towns and D12s for giant cities. Thanks, love. I got food. Wow. Um, as long as you assign something to it, and like, uh, again, what I've been doing is basically that D6s are cities or small villages, things like that. Uh, D12s are towns, uh, D4s are like religious sites, 
uh, and D8s are like military compounds or some kind of special, unique, hideout-y, dungeon-y something or other, right? Uh, again, that another thing uh, is setting up your setting for your world, right? It doesn't make sense to have churches and things like that if you aren't doing a religious campaign. Like, if that's not a big deal, if your clerics and paladins don't really adhere to that. Or, be the opposite, maybe you want a ton of those things. Uh, or there's one already in every town or something like that, uh, which is something you have to establish relatively on. Now, again, like I said before for the people in the chat, feel free to interrupt me and shoot uh, messages in the chat feed. I am paying attention, I swear, as long as it's actually updating. Uh, I'll try and answer them as we go along. Um, let's see what else. So, going from that, um, generally, there are three categories... Uh, that you can apply to most of your settings that you need for building a world, right? So there are uh, low tier, medium tier, high tier, and then obviously a mix of in between those two stats because sometimes you want something that's kind of sort of there but not really, right? And that's where you add like restrictions and that's where you get that mid-high, mid-low um, stuff. Um, a classic example of a world that's uh, a little bit rougher, we'll say, right? Uh, for this setting is you have everything set at the low end. Low end magic, low end uh, technology, low end population, uh, low end economics, low end everything. So when you low end everything and bring it down as, as low as you can get it across the board, uh, you basically get a Conan the Barbarian campaign, right? Where it's uh, very brutal, weapons are going to cut through people, uh, you're not getting a lot of money for what you're doing, so you have to do a lot to grind or happen to come across the one big loot of treasure or fight the one big bad that is controlling all the treasure kind of thing with minimal magic. And those kind of campaigns, uh, changing the rules for how players do stuff, like uh, if you're playing D&D, &D, uh, making it so the level of spell is actually the amount of rounds that you have to wait to cast the spell can really change the game completely. Now, that's a super big home rule that... Uh, Unless you're playing with experienced players, I do not recommend. Uh, but if you're looking to mix up being a wizard and you know make them feel even more weak at the beginning and more powerful at the end, having something like that really really makes it fun. But on the other end of things, you cannot have crazy creatures running around all over the place. You know, what I mean, you you can't be running around with a dragon around every corner. Uh, and things like that. When you low-end the settings for people and players, you also have to low-end setting the monsters and things. Unless you want to high-end them and just make it to where uh, you truly are heroes if you can take down a monster. You know what I mean? You find a village, uh, we'll say Salamander, right? Not a our Salamander, but in D&D. Uh, you low-end a Salamander and it's killing everyone because it has magic resistance and all this other stuff. Uh... And your heroes kill it and they become actual heroes heroes it makes a lot of sense and people can feel relatively badass for comparatively doing something that a regular campaign would be like eh, it's whatever we could do that by level five you know what i mean kind of thing um now jumping up to the medium setting when you crank everything up to medium uh your technology level uh is probably more along the lines of uh early gunpowder and, you know, the 15, 1600s and stuff. So communication stuff isn't heavily focused on, but technology stuff for weapons and swords and manufacturing is just kind of beginning and whatnot. Uh, we're not talking Industrial Revolution style, but mass printing of stuff has started to occur. Uh, Money is going to be mass printed, you know what I mean? Uh, text and documents, you know, it won't be unreal to see it on, you know, a non 
handwritten something or other. Um, you know, a currency, everyone's going to get paid a set amount for the wages that they do kind of thing. Now, whether or not jobs are prevalent or a lot, you know, kind of neither here nor there, but at least the pay scale is going to be uh, manageable for most people. You know, you go to work as a guard and you know you're going to be making a gold a day or something silly. That's actually pretty high tier. Yeah, I would say a silver or two a day, whatever. Um, and when you make that adjustment to that scale, you got to remember you got to adjust your prices. You know, regular D and D again. I'm going to use D and D as a lot of examples for stuff. Uh, their prices are set for what I would consider a high tier gold economics setting, right? Uh, most things are a gold or a couple silver pieces or 15 gold. You know, what I mean, a, a half month's worth of wages to buy a sword, which doesn't seem ridiculous. You know what I mean? If you think about IRL stuff, if you wanted to buy a moderately priced gun. Uh, you could take half a month's wages and buy pretty much whatever you wanted, as long as you weren't trying to get something ridiculous. Um, but, yeah. There's a message on Discord, and I'm going to check it on my phone instead of clicking off the computer because I'm screen sharing. Uh, okay, it's on another server. Life is good. Though I probably should go to general on this in case someone talks to me in there. Oh no, opening stuff. Um, okay, so uh, jumping up the high tier stuff. So high tier magic is literally everyone has uh, some form of magic. People that aren't solely martial based are kind of few and far between. And even martial based people have magic to augment their stuff. And uh, one of my classic ones that I use as a DM is uh, it's called water stones or heat stones. And basically they replace needing uh, gas stuff or fires. You do a magic runey stone that has fire stuff on it. Uh, and it heats the water as it's coming out of a faucet, uh, or just whatever, right? Uh, a water stone, again, is a great example, is you just go to a place, tap a stone, say, you know, give me water or whatever, uh, and it spews out enough water for you to be able to use that. In those kind of campaigns, you as a, as a game master, dungeon master, need to be throwing stuff out like crazy, um, because magic is everywhere and things like that. The danger to those kind of campaigns is they can get really boring really fast if you give out the wrong equipment too early, um, now you should never re restrict what your players can get, you know what I mean? Like, just this is just a personal model. There's nothing in homebrew or not that shouldn't be allowed somehow. Um, but if you yourself need to tweak it to make it a little more manageable, please do. Um, it'll keep you sane, promise. Or at least it'll try to keep you sane. Uh, I'm gonna put a little smiley thing, make sure people are in here. Bam! Little heart. <laughs> um, so. Let's see. Still no one listening. So sad. But that's okay. Um, man, I'm hungry. There's food right next to me. I'll get to that in a minute. Back to world building. Uh, so, we talked about physical locations and building an actual map to start. Uh, and we kind of talked about whether or not your religious campaign and your high tier and setting values for stuff. Uh, I'd like to answer more questions on that. And again, I bounce it back and forth between me and one of my other yahoos, but it's just me right now. Um, so... Uh, to kind of go on the next bit for it, uh, then you got to go into your NPCs and how full your world is. Now, obviously, if you have a high populous world, a medium populous world, or a low populous world, the importance of the characters you introduce are going to vary, right? So, in a low low population world, everyone you meet is going to be important somehow, right? For the most part, even if it's just for like 
character development because there isn't going to be kids just running around all in the corners. Uh, you know, families and things like that are going to be spread apart and very defensive. Generally, even in villages and things like that, there won't be more than like 50 people in a town kind of thing. So if you introduce a character, they're going to be important. Whereas medium campaigns, you know, have a couple hundred people in towns and things like that. Uh, and they are, uh, you know, not everyone's important. You're going to have filler characters that are, you know, someone smoking a cigarette against the wall kind of characters. They're just kind of there for descriptor purposes. Um, so your world feels filled. And then if you jump up to high tier, you know, basically no one isn't important unless you know them by name kind of thing. You're sent directly to that person. You might have important characters all around doing stuff, but your characters are never going to interact with them because there are thousands of people in a, in a town. You know what I mean? Um, you know, if you're in a, and if you're in a large city that is, uh, New York style or LA style, you know, there's just people everywhere. And they're just there. You know what I mean? They're they're more of a uh, hindrance than a uh, anything else. You know, if you're trying to chase someone through the street in a high population city, it's really easy to lose them as they duck into a crowd or into a thing that you miss because there's 26 people that are, you know, eight feet tall, uh, blocking your path. Um, that's the other thing: diversity in worlds uh, being important or not important. You know, some kind of focus to it. Uh, really does change how the world is as a whole, um, you know, and themes that you as a DM and player can explore. Um, you know, luckily for most things, uh, again, D&D and other TTRPGs are a relatively play safe place to uh, point out uh, discriminatory things that aren't so pretty in the real world, right? Or be in places where those things don't even exist. I mean, that is also okay. Uh, either end of the spectrum is, is alright to play with, uh, as long as, you know, the people you're playing with are okay with it, right? Um, you don't want everything to be ruled by the table as a, as a GM, but it's definitely something that you as a focus should uh, help them or let them uh, shape your world a little bit so you know where you want it to be and lead to and that kind of stuff. Um, on a player end of things, you know, if you are building a world, they are your best help. 90% of the time. Whether they realize it or not, their silly one-off one jokes can turn into whole things, whole cities, whole towns, whatever. Uh, and they feel really, players generally, feel really involved if you let them be. You know, uh, let them name a town or two or a character or tell them, let them tell your backstory. You pick out one or two pieces of information that's like, Haha! I now know that you have parents for now. Uh, and let's say they say something along the lines of their parents uh, died in a plague. Something silly like that, right? Uh, you can 100% have a whole section be like, oh, this place was completely wiped out by the plague 10 years ago, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And that could just be off the cuff of your, your whatnot. Uh, just because a player mentioned a plague in their background or their parents not, not making it through. Um, let's see whatever things. Uh, again, we kind of touched on religion at the beginning, but religion is a super important part in a lot of RPGs. Not all of them. Um, but how spiritually connected the people are uh, is going to be really important for basically everyone, right? Um, hey, we got someone listening. Uh, whether it's high tier or low tier, obviously up to you and your party. Well, maybe not up to your party. That's more of a, a DMGM thing uh, that keeps everything set. And if you know you're playing a uh, pre-built world, you know, one of the pre-built campaigns, you don't really have to do a lot of that world building. A lot of that's already built into the characters and things like that. Uh, but when you're taking it from scratch, that's something you really got to figure out, like, at the beginning. 
Um, again, allowing you and your players to explore various themes and ideas. A religion's going to be a lot of it. Um, okay. Not worried about that right now. Anyway. Um, so, let's see what else we got. Um, we talked about races, we talked about religion, uh, we talked about the slider scales. Again, is there any other slider scales, as, I, as I'm calling them, uh, that we didn't cover? Um, I kind of talked about economic stuff, uh, a couple other things, um, population, food quantities, I guess we could talk about. Again, uh, the scarcity, the lower that is, the more dangerous people are when they see food, um, because we're people and we like to eat. Uh, comparatively to high tier stuff where it's kind of like, oh, I know where my next meal is, you know what I mean? So people are not going to be as uh, aggressive. And obviously as you travel throughout your worlds, you might change it from place to place, you know? If you have multiple countries that your characters are going to enter and leave and whatnot, uh, having the sliding scales uh, be different in every place is an interesting way to go about things. Um, again, having a global standard is nice, but sometimes the world is too big, you know? Look at our own. The, the poverty scales... IRL are different literally everywhere. Um, and that's something you can apply to fake, the fake worlds and your TTRPGs. But, as I said before, uh, if you don't want to deal with that, you don't have to. You just set the world at boom, this is the standard everywhere, life's good to go. Um, same thing with crime and things like that. Now, generally, you're going to have a relatively high crime campaign to make it interesting for your char characters, you know, bandits and things like that. Oh, hey, someone's trying to talk. Let me. Let me bring him in here. Sorry, give me a second. Click buttons. I've I've sent the invite to speak, I believe. Speak. Or accept the invite. You probably have to accept the invite. Sorry. Yeah, I was just wondering uh, about would weather be considered a sliding scale? Um, so I wouldn't call weather a sliding scale for the most part, unless you have something in your world that is like, uh, you have a high tier storm or low tier storm all the time. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to have a campaign that's based in a single city, um, maybe having, uh, a quote unquote scale to start there. Um, like if you're trying to build something off London, you know what I mean? It's going to have a high tier weather scale. That's always kind of meh. You know what I mean? It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that something because when you leave an area of the world generally it's going to change now if you're playing something like uh starfinder or something like that where the world's change from place to place yeah sliding scales make more sense there but uh generally i wouldn't consider the weather just something you describe or change as you need to move along okay great all right let's see if i can get you out of here now well, ha -ha. You just muted. Oh no, I muted. What did I do? You still hear me, or am I, or am I done? No, you're you're good. Sorry, I clicked the wrong button. Uh, Hello. Yeah, you, you have to leave on your own. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got all over the classroom now. Oh, he's gone. Okay, he's back. Whew, thought we lost him. Anyway, um, let's see what else we got. Um. Characters, NPCs, things like that. Again, this is a this is just basic stuff, so we're not getting into it too hardcore with uh, explaining everything. Uh, but when you build your NPCs for world building, uh, again, having a geographical ties is going to be important. Uh, creating cities, states, nations, kingdoms are all going to tie into your NPCs' backgrounds. Again, if you're doing a single city campaign, right, and that's the your quote-unquote world that you're working in, 
uh, watching it, uh, having factions and things like that inside the city, um, or small gangs, or whatever you want to do to, to split the people up, uh, is going to be super important. And where they fall in line in whatever. Even if it's kind of a copy and paste, you know, this is the red gang, and this is the blue gang. Well, if you talk to an NPC from the blue gang, make them a slightly different than the NPC from the red gang, even if it's just their color for some reason, you know. We've been fighting for 200 years. Why? Because that man wears red! You've, uh, there's some great examples on TV for silly stuff like that. Like, example, red versus blue. Um, <laughs> does that as a, a main hoax joke, whatever you want to call it. But that's an integral part of their world building, even though, you know, now it's kind of just a background thing. But originally, you know, that's where it starts. And uh, that's the other thing. As you build your worlds, they're going to evolve. You know what I mean? It might start as something out small, simple, easy, color-based silliness that evolves into much bigger things later on. Um, and that's okay. You know what I mean? All of that is important for your character's developments and things like that. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else? World building, world building. Ah, right. So, technology levels. I kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, and I think I stopped at medium and didn't get to, to high tech. We went and talked about magic. But technology level stuff is going to be super important for pretty much whatever world or TPRPG that you're working on. Um, because you go from sticks and stones to high-velocity ion cannons, uh, depending on where you set the thing at. And, where the mix-up. Like we said before, having a mixed societies that have those various things can be super fun for the players to explore and be like, ha-ha, I just got a laser cannon and I'm fighting someone throwing rocks at me. Get them. And then they win and they get to feel BA. Especially if they're doing, like, well, let's say an evil campaign or something like that. Um, that being the other thing, uh, when you're building your world, it should be objectively different than what your players are dealing with, right? Your players are going to be part of your world. Uh, the world is not part of the players. Um, unless you're jumping from multiple settings with new characters, whatever. But, um, to explain that or elaborate on a little bit, when you are building your settings and things like that, it is good to take inspiration from your characters and things like that when they talk about their backgrounds or whatever. Um, but your characters don't get to dictate how the world is for the most part right because especially if you're starting like a level one or something so like that uh you're going to not be big bad in charge right so the players are going to react to how the world treats them not the world react to how the players treat it um until they get late game or super powerful or something like that and they've had enough connection to influence the world uh, and then once you get to that point, you know, that's that's completely different. Um, you know, we were talking about on the scale of, oh, hey, they've got so much money that they're starting businesses all over the place and are politically affluent or whatever, right? Generally, those are late mid-tier campaign stuff. Uh, and when you start out, you know, the players are going to react to the world before they get to affect it too much. Um, again, it's something to be careful about, kind of like handing out too magical items, handling, handing out too much... Uh, political power or uh, social power to a group uh, can uh, really derail campaigns. I mean, you want to you want them to be uh, dungeon-delving crazy people that just always do that, but they're stuck hanging out with the king because he's always like, do this fetch quest for me and talk to these jerks, and I'll let you marry my daughter, or something silly along those lines. Um, you get stuck in those kind of campaigns when all you want to do is, I just want to go kill skeletons in a dungeon... Fusto raw things off the edge. 
Um, speaking of, might say not a uh, Skyrim RPG. Leave one of those. Hey, what's this? Sorry, we'll edit this in a second. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I feel like I'm at the point where I'm kind of rambling. Again, since I'm out here by myself tonight, I don't have anyone to bounce off ideas or thoughts or give stories. Uh, this is a great point for questions and things like that, so if anyone on Twitch has questions, anyone uh, Dogger House, if you want to ask questions, feel free to either type them out or I can pop you back up on the stage so you can talk for a minute. Either works. Um... We're sitting at a little under a half hour for our stream, so we're doing good on time. So we got plenty of time for questions and things, and depending on what you ask, I you know, might be like, oh yeah, duh. Alright, I sent you an invite. You are uh, good to speak, I believe. Hello? If you're talking, you might be muted. Hello? Oh, I see you muting and unmuting your thing, but if you're talking, I can't hear you. You're muted now, currently. Say something. Nothing. Uh, I'm gonna say leave and request it back in. We'll see what what the issue is. Headphones, check your headphones and make sure they're unmuted because <laughs> that does not show up on Discord. It's not me, right? Oh, my volume's all the way up. Well, I'm sorry I can't hear you for some reason. If anyone else can hear him, let me know because. Uh, Ain't got nothing. Again, if you need to type in the general, you can do that and see if that works. One more time. I believe in you. Anything? Sorry, we heard you earlier. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It seems silly. Let me. Let me. You just stay in here. I'll be right back. Okay. Say something now.
Nope, I think it's on your end, because I ain't got nothing. I'm going to have to edit all this out later. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry. Again, if you type in general, I can answer your question and see what's up. Hmm. You know what? What if I. 10 seconds. I'm going to try this really quick. Now, jump in on my phone and see how it works. You can see that you had uh, deafened yourself, but that was about it. Oh, he's gone again. I see you, Jackie. I see you. Go ahead. Shoot that request. I see you. Can I test it out on you? Alright. Boom. Jackie, I swear. How about that? Oh, Jackie, you button. Stop it. Ha! <coughs> Got it. Okay. So, uh, got Jackie in here. Can you hear him at all? Dagger House? Mm hmm. Oh, is he, you can hear what he's saying? Why is it not letting me hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, here, Jackie. Bob. Hi. <laughs> Hi, buddy. You know, I came to check on you, old man. Old man, that's me, baby. Anyway, you got any questions about world building that I can answer before I cut this off? Again, RJ. Bro. Man. Nah, I came to listen to you talk. Oh, see, you missed it. I've been talking for the last, like, half hour. Do you record it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually it'll, get edited well, and on, uh, eventually it'll be edited and put on YouTube. I swear. Do you guys have a podcast yet? No, not yet. What do you mean, not yet? Yeah, we gotta get, like, some popularity before we uh, do podcasts and such. What do you mean, popularity? Popularity, popular. I know, you're yeah, I know, I know, but, you know, this is a group I'm popular, because, you know, I'm me and everyone loves me, but, uh... True, very because true. I'm, I'm utterly so humble, that's the important part, as I'm just... I'm so humble. I'm so humble, you have to remember about the me. There's one thing you know, is that I am the most humble man. <clears throat> I am very humble, very humble. RJ, I can see you muting and unmuting yourself, but I still can't hear you talk, so I don't know what is... I don't think he's been talking. Oh. There he goes. Well, he had questions, and he was talking earlier. Like we, a hundred percent heard him. He's not crazy. And Discord just being. He is crazy. He is crazy. He's insane. He's back. He's wilding. I'm gonna say, RJ, if uh, if you haven't tried, try turning Discord off, turn it back on again, because you're on mobile and it'd be like that sometimes. Okay, so I, ah, there he is. Turn back on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's real. He's real. Speak your questions. Fill, fill us in, and we'll uh, get back to that. 
Okay, so the question I had, the question I had was, is it ever a good idea to make up your own money that's not the same for the whole world? Ah, wonderful question. So yes, depending on the TTRPG you're playing, uh, again, I'm going to go jump into for D and D. You totally can, right? Uh, and you can also disinclude uh, currency that's like no one ever uses copper or electrum. You know what I mean? Those things are literally just. Nobody like, uses copper, so turn it into bullets. Yeah, you know, sure, that's a one way to use it. Or they, you know, they're just not using the currency. It was old, so if you find a chest of copper, it's a little it's like, oh wow, this is useless. Um, especially Time to turn X into Y. It's, it's like uh, when you get to those high-tier stuff, having copper doesn't make sense, especially if you have a high-tier economic place. Um, but, it, yeah, let, let's say you're uh, dealing with underground merchants or something crazy. Um, you could totally turn their stuff into uh, their own currency. You know, they use black rocks that are equivalent to 100 gold or something silly, uh, but the, it can only be spent in one place. Um, yeah, and you can do that for worldwide. So, like, uh, in our uh, one that we're live streaming with the, the founders or the grandmasters, uh, uh, we have imperial currency. They haven't really talked about it much because it's stamped in gold. But if you have an old uh, just coin piece that they used beforehand that isn't imperially stamped, uh, it people won't accept it. They haven't got to that part of the campaign yet, but it's one of those sort of things. Um, so that is the danger of being an adventurer uh, and finding a whole bunch of gold, uh, is you have to then take it... Broke. Right, well, yeah, because it's basically useless until you take it to a imperial yada yada, uh, who tax the heck out of it anyway, and you get whatever is left over after they give you the appropriate mm. coinage. You have a hundred, you have a hundred, now you have ten. It's not quite that steep, but yeah. Any other questions? So technically... Technically, listening. In a homebrew, mm-hmm. I could make copper worth everything. So there's oh, yeah. a copper war. Yeah, 100%. Um, <gasps> Wait, could I remake an oil war? Can I make with, oil wars? With those I'm, oil barons just running around? Um, yeah, I mean, again, depending on what time setting you put it in and things like that. If that's one of your main conflicts... Oh, there we go. That's something we talk about. Uh, conflicts in the world. Um, so... Very rarely do worlds go on without some kind of conflict or battle, right? There are peace-loving worlds out there. Again, if you're playing something like Starfinder, uh, there are planets that don't really have fights and things like that. But if you look at our world, that's a pretty good example of how creatures are going to behave until they get to a certain technology level where their comfort level is also super high. Um, Guns. Right, so that's a that's another thing about a high tier world with all of the you know if you set the scales up high, most common citizens aren't going to be combative, um, but if you jump everything down to the low, everyone's going to try and kill you for your stuff. You know what I mean, there might be people that you trust and things. <laughs> you like have that. shiny rock, you're dead now. Exactly, um, and that's something you really got to play with when you're doing the the world building stuff, and it, tell your players that that's how it is. Dagger House. I'm sorry, say that again? You were, you were speaking. <laughs> Just a second, I get back in my car. I'm walking on the side of the freeway, so. Oh, okay. Well, be careful. Chilling on the freeway. Chilling on the freeway. Doing work. All right. So? Yes, listening. How is your campaign with the, uh, with the stoners going? 
<laughs> All right. Note to the editors for later. Uh, we haven't played that in a while. That kind of that kind of uh, jumped what? off. Yeah, no, they haven't they haven't played that game since y'all quit out on us. Uh, we I didn't quit. Nah, I didn't quit. Yeah, okay. Uh, we were trying to get uh, a paid session once the business started, but no one in the server was for it. They're all like, no, we're not going to pay for it. You suck. We like you, but we ain't paid money for it. Yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> right. Well, or that was the other thing. I'm broke. I have work. Yeah, there was good excuses. I'm not trying like, to pay. In my defense, I'm not trying to come home from work to pay to have to have my therapy session. I already fair. do that. That's fair. I understand. Gotta have my free D and D therapy session with the boys. Yeah, the boys. That's that's why I did D and D with y'all. I don't care if I have to stay till twelve after after coming off a double. I don't care. It was fun. It was. I agree. The debauchery y'all were getting into was great. I would tell some stories from that, but there is a a high tier level of things that shall not be discussed involving spiders. Um, oh. oh no. <laughs> Spiders. Uh, I don't think I don't think we mess with spiders, but I remember I do remember caving a caving a, a caving having a caving. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, any other questions before I wrap up? Because we're sitting at about the forty minute mark, minus all the time we're gonna have to edit out for later. <laughs> all the fun. All the fun. All the fun we have to edit out and put in a little uh. The, <gasps> the bits bin. Oh. The role of like IR technology level, Raj. I mean, like. Uh... Oh, okay. So generally, right? So some systems have set up for it. Like if you're playing a RPG or TTRPG called Modern War, it's literally you're playing on Earth, right? And you're actually that's where the setting is and all that fun stuff. They use real countries, real weapons, things like that. Um. If you're playing D&D and want to try to get to modern level stuff, um, you just have to be careful. You know what I mean? Um, but you also have to remember, uh, technology just makes things easier, um, not necessarily more deadly, depending on what you're doing, right? Uh, big badass arc that can get stabbed by a sword 20 times can probably get shot 20 times, too. Um... It's just going to be easier to pull the trigger than it is to swing a sword, kind of thing. Yes. Uh, if you're you're in, you know, the range, <laughs> you can hit him the twenty times before he gets to you with a pistol, comparatively to a whatever or a rifle or whatever you're using, right? Um, having played having, ha having played uh, modern, quote unquote, sessions, um, the stats really don't change that much. Um, for the stats how don't change the way the game plays does. Yeah, yeah, you end up being a lot more, you know, the better the technology, the farther away from your opponent you can get. Or, if you get close, the more deadly it is, you know what I mean? You get to laser swords and things like that that just rip through armor. <laughs> it just makes, you know, oh, hey, yeah, melee, so ha, 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 but if he touches me, I'm dead. Uh, and you really have to... <laughs> <sink. laughs> I have a lot of damage resistance, but the second he touches me, I get disintegrated. Oopsies. Oopsies, indeed. <laughs> um, and again, you can jump up to, to future tech. You know what I mean? Again, I'm, I'm doing Starfinder because I'm currently learning it. Uh, but Beam there's punk. plenty of uh, technology-based stuff that like had stats for it. You know what I mean? You're going to do 60-10 or something silly. Uh, but the things you're shooting at are going to have enough resistances to live through that. 
Um, when you modernize stuff, unless you are trying to play a campaign where like you are technology superior to everyone, everyone's going to have that stuff and have stuff that resists it. Um, you know, think modern combat. It we just have depends ballistic. on where they are. Exactly. We have ballistic uh, armors and things like that to stop, you know, most low-tier firearms that most people carry. Um, but in a place like Brazil, they might not have as much. Right. If you play a Brazil campaign, good luck. Um, <laughs> Going to Brazil. Bring your fake bike kick. I don't think anyone's ever done a Brazil campaign except for us. Nah, we, we totally, totally can do a Brazil campaign. No, Brazil's terrible. It's like hell, too. <laughs> don't say that. You'll hurt someone's feelings. Alright. Um, ladies and gents, we're sitting at about couple more minutes. Any other questions uh, related to world building? Uh, we'll wrap it up. No. I have an idea, though, for your YouTube channel. Uh-oh. Alright, hit me up. I'm not the YouTube guy, but I will listen to Relay. So, let's say you make jokes and cracks during, like, your talks, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take all of those out and put them in, like, a little bit called the bits bin, you know? You know what? That's a really good idea, except for, uh... They, we ain't that funny. No, just kidding. Um, but. And a lot of times you need the context of the conversation for how funny something really is. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but like, just as a thought, because that's a lot of edit, that's a lot of edited stuff that could technically maybe go out, you know? Right. Well, first we gotta get some videos out. So far we have one video out, and it is, uh, it's great. It's like sped up so we talk really fast we don't sound like squirrels we just talk really fast yeah uh, no alvin in the chipmunk voice no hey, alvin hey. in the chipmunk voice but uh it doesn't sound like i breathe that or i go <laughs> every three seconds it's just a little hard to watch um but you just keep it normal speed if people really want to watch it they'll really want to watch it you know what that's a uh, that's that's what i said but uh i'm not the speeding only up trying to help you have to rewind the video, like. Uh, anyway, so uh, final questions, thoughts, ideas. Uh, really? Specific atmospheres affecting races differently. Uh, do you mean like how they breathe, or like just like it feels dark and gloomy, so the dwarves are upset? No, no, more like, like you know, it's a chlorine atmosphere, so anybody that just breathes oxygen has got to carry their own oxygen supply with them, but ah, okay. whatever so, kind of... So, in the context of world building, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, if you're playing on multiple planets that have varying stuff, yeah. And if you're playing on one planet, and that's important, like it has pockets of chlorine-heavy air for some reason, um, yeah, totally. And that's a, that's a cool element that you can bring into it, you know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, a lot of times... Stories like that are done like underwater, uh, and you know you have a race of people that can breathe like Triton or whatever, uh, and then you have all your other Yahoos who are like, we just can barely swim. Um, but we can swim okay. Having that uh, is definitely important. You know, I mean, it adds some flavor and texture, and again, build some uh, easy areas of conflict for your world um, that you can kind of jump to if needed, you know. The, the Tritons are coming out of the sea and killing us because we keep dumping our trash in there. Uh, that's oh, a good, no. That's a, that's a good reason for fighting. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, even on... We don't have an fight. air... Or two races fight over an air pocket in space or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, fighting over resources is important, especially in low-setting campaigns. Or it turns into like a like a survival element, you know? Exactly. You don't have X, you don't live. <laughs> you need vitamin X or you die. You take these capsules once a day, every day, or your body turns to goo. That is, uh, again, a good setting setting area that you can have and give to your players. Be like, hey, I'm giving you as a bonus item 10 caplets. You have to have one a week or one every day or something. Uh, instead of gold, you earn these tablets that let you, you know, live and work more. Live longer, you know? <laughs> so you can work, get, get that communist dr- uh, capitalist grind going hard. <laughs> that capitalist grind hey, whatever. Space ca- uh, communism, space capitalism happens. Capitalism well. grind. Here's <laughs> <laughs> right. your food capsule for the week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Gents, I appreciate you coming and talking. Uh, people who are watching Twitch, I appreciate you coming and watching. Uh, it's one thing, you know, pretty much. You're on the Twitch channel. I am time to book. Time to time to drop some donos. Oh no! Don't do that. I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> right now. You got you got 30 seconds before I end this. No, uh, next time. Next time I'll drop a couple donos. Okay. Uh, our next uh, classroom is not this coming Friday, but the Friday following, and we're doing them every two weeks. Um, and I will announce the topic the week of, um, just because it allows uh, the grandmasters to come up with something. If you have suggestions, don't ideas, forget. Comments, don't forget. Oh, never. Can't. Can't do it. Um, anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful night. Um, I will talk to you two uh, individually later at some point. Uh, if you guys can leave <laughs> the chat, that'd be great because I can't kick you out for some reason. Tonight. That's all. Uh, editing notes. Yeah, we we'll probably have about ten minutes of uh, stuff to cut out of this after you finish watching it, uh, at least. Uh, for those of you on uh, Twitch, appreciate you. Uh, feel free to drop a like, a comment, come say hello, all that fun stuff. Bye.